You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Hey, Wrestle fans. Welcome to episode 0.4 of the Wednesday Night War podcast, Vest Count. What's up, Wednesday Night Warheads? Welcome to another episode I love it already. of the Wednesday Night War podcast. I'm going to shorten that to Warheads eventually, but I got you got to get people familiar. Get them in the flow. Yeah. yeah. Know what our fans are, what we're going to call our fans, our many, many numerous yeah. fans. Our millions and tens of thousands. Huge. Of hundreds of tens. Huge fans. All right. Uh, so, no crimes committed this week that we know Not about. Not that I know about. Nothing has been reported. But what do we have? We're going to start with the news. So, what do we got? What's going on? Because I, I didn't uh, follow any of it. I'm going to give you my my, my personal. Uh, you know, I was all the way in on the bubbly shit last week. You were, yeah. Of course, the internet beat the fucking shit out of it. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of out again. It's because it wasn't very good. Jericho needs to do something again to, to pique my interest. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been quiet he's, this yeah, week. Yeah, it was quiet this week. It, it kind of wasn't quiet news week, I think. Anyway, in the world of AEW, um, yeah, I. I guess the biggest thing is that they officially are going to be rated TV-14. TV-14. When they debut, which... That means uh, they're going to be able to curse? Can they say, like, a shit? I don't know. Give a little shit Give a little shit I don't know. I don't think... I don't. What's TV-14? We know boobs. Yeah. I mean, that... Well, what was, like, are. Raw rated back nah, in the day? They didn't day. show boobs on Raw, though. But, but, they waited for the pay-per-views for yeah, that. Yeah, but they showed a lot of butts. Yeah, there's a lot of butts. So, I don't uh, know AEW is going to be bringing back the Braun Panties match. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be TV 14. Okay. Uh, I so guess if that's If you're good. 13, don't watch it. No, of course not. Not allowed. All Illegal. The, Blocked thir- on your TV. All the 13-year-olds that tune in here. Yep. Yes. This, is the, this AEW's not if, for you, if kiddo. If you're listening, you're 13, don't watch that goddamn show. <laughs> so, that is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's cool, right? Whatever. There hasn't been a TV 14 wrestling show on Attitude era, bro. Yeah, but... That's what they're going to go you know, for. You, you look back and you do like realize how much shit sucked in the Attitude era. Yeah, of course like, it did. Like, match quality was terrible. Yeah. For, for what I thought, anyway. Yeah, but like they, I think their point is that they, they don't want to have like a John Cena. Like, they want to be... Yeah, they don't want to be all-American boy. They want to kind of... They're, they're marketing more towards the angry, disgruntled wrestling fans like we are. As opposed to the kids that buy all of John Cena's merch and foam fingers. Who's going to be the John Cena of AEW? <sighs> yeah, that's. I a mean, if, if Tony Khan has enough money, John Cena. But <laughs> I don't know who can be the just whitest white meat baby face. I don't know. I don't think they have one. Jungle Boy. Uh, yeah, Jungle Boy maybe. It looks like a kid marketed towards kids. I can't imagine he even knows a curse word from the look of him. Marco well, Stunt doing attitude adjustments <laughs> left and right. Marco Stunt is a child himself. That's true. So he can't even he actually can't even watch the show he's on because it's TV fourteen. Very true. I mean, it could be Hangman Page with um, with oh, his, yeah. well, with his uh, wonderful Hunter Horse Helmsley joke yeah, uh, the other week that I forgot to talk about last week because yeah, I that well, made I mean, me real sad. Not, I would rather not talk about it if at all possible, please. Well, we are going to talk about uh, what I've assigned myself to save you the trouble and the pain of. Yeah. I am going to be the official being the elite correspondent yeah. on this uh, I, podcast. I'm not watching that. I... Uh, I don't have any problem with AEW, but I'm not watching being the elite. 
Well, no, not my thing. I guess I'll I'll take that bullet, kiddo. Good, thanks, um, pal. So, I keep you around. <laughs> what I saw this week, it wasn't very eventful. The only notes I really took from it were the Young Bucks are officially going to be in the tag team tournament. Of course they are. And the first round match is going to be against Private Party. There goes Private Party. So it's just going to be a lot of flippies and yeah, super kicks. There's no way the Bucks lose the first round. It's not going to happen. You wouldn't think, right? They like the... What are they? Private Party. I must call them Street Profits. Oh. <laughs> That's a tag team I like. Wrong show, brother. Yeah, wrong show. That's a tag team I like versus a tag team I'm meh on. But yeah. So that was really yeah. the only thing that I saw about that. The uh, hmm. the other one was Kenny Omega did this weird promo thing where I guess he was insinuating that he's on cocaine. Okay. I don't know if they're trying to be like, oh, he's going crazy because he can't win in AEW because, you know, that match against Chima, I guess, didn't count against the rankings because what? it was an exhibition. What? Yeah, that's... I, I don't get it. Right, already process, screwing but. with the rules to get your boys over. <laughs> All right, let's just do it. Start, yeah. Start yeah. From the, why not start from the beginning? That way we expect you guys to just mess with the rules to benefit <laughs> yourselves. That's good. Yeah, I don't know what the whole gimmick was with that. Just the Bucks were watching it, just be like, oh, this is kind of weird. And I was like, hmm, I'm with you on this one, guys. Yeah. That's really all I had for okay. AW this week. It was right. kind of quiet. Uh, their tickets went on sale for Full Gear, the mm-hmm. pay-per-view. Okay, Full did Gear. Not, did not sell out. Uh-oh. Which... Honeymoon's over. You know, my whole thing about that Where's is that? Baltimore. Mm. My whole thing with that is you're, you don't have a TV product yet. Yeah. The casual fan isn't going to be familiar with who you are. No. It's pretty much hardcore fans right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a ton of people that are buying the $50 pay-per-view. No. You know, to, to, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they will once it starts, but I don't know if you're going to be able to charge that much because you can just you can. buy the network for 10 bucks. If we weren't month. doing this nonsense, I wouldn't be buying those pay-per-views. Oh, there's no way. And I don't have a problem with any of the shows. I thought they'd been good shows. It's, it's 2019. I'm not paying $50 for a pay-per-view. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, that, I think it's crazy to so, ask people to pay $50. Especially not all month like they're running. Yeah, Maybe which quarterly. That, you know, that kind of surprised me, too, with already running another show. Yeah. Um, I guess there's not going to be any in October just because of the TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many they're going to run. They haven't said. I did read that uh, they are blaming the pay-per-view. Not blaming, but I guess a built-in excuse for the pay-per-view numbers for All Out. They're a little bit lower than expected. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, well, we didn't have Omega Moxley. Yeah. Which, uh, maybe uh, that takes some people away. I don't it know. It didn't change it for me. Yeah, I don't know that there's anybody out there that was like, I'm going to buy this AEW pay-per-view for John Moxley. And then when he was off, they're like, I'm not buying it anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, the guy's a draw. He's the most recognizable face on their roster, but I, I don't know. You're not getting guys who are big Shield fans going, I'm going to check out this AEW because that's where Dean Ambrose went. You're getting people that like AEW. Exactly. So... I don't, I don't, that just seems like a bad excuse. The numbers weren't even bad, right? It's not like they're bad numbers, they're just no, lower. They're just lower. So. Which, to me, again, I think that's expected because yeah. you don't have that weekly product yet. Yeah. Once the weekly product kicks in, I think that's when it's going to be a little yeah, they more indicative of the numbers. They don't really have storylines yet. They banked a lot on Sean Spears versus Cody, and I, that's, I don't still see it as a big draw. No, I don't know. Like, oh, Tully Blanchard's there. That's great. I loved seeing Tully Blanchard, but again, it's 2019. Tully Blanchard isn't putting asses in seats. Yeah. It's not. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really all that I had for AEW this week. I, like I said before, kind of a slow week. Yeah. 
Um, before we get into our NXT review yes. of this episode from last night, little news to tie in with it. Okay. So, uh, apparently on the episode of 205 Live on Tuesday... Which I don't watch. I don't watch either, which I feel bad because there's a lot of guys on there that I like, but yeah. I still don't have the time, you know? Yeah. It's life. Kushida debuted. Okay. You know, former... The back to the IWG future guy. Yeah. Junior Heavyweight Champ. Sure. Best of Super Juniors. I love him. You mm-hmm. love him. Yeah, he's great. They haven't really done anything with him in NXT. Why would they? Yeah, you know, uh, I, it's, I know we talked about it last week where that roster might be a little bit too loaded for their own yeah. good. Well, why use Kushida when you have Boa? Oh, that's another story for another day, which will be about three minutes from now. So he debuted, which then ties in. There was an article that came out, an interview with Hunter, Hearst mm-hmm. Helmsley, not Horse where they asked him about, you know, the future of NXT and everything mm-hmm. and the future with 205 Live. Yeah. And I saw some people on Twitter, I don't know if they just misconstrued it and said, oh, 205 Live is done now. I read the article in the quotes. I don't necessarily think it's done. Mm-mm. I just think it's going to be more tied in now with yeah. t- with uh, NXT Weekly. They said they're going to keep the belt on, like, the belt, the 205 Championship's going to be around and they're keeping the belt and I imagine they're just going to roll that into... The NXT show. Which is fine. It's fine by me. Yeah, I think so. Um, a lot of those guys, they fit the NXT style more than they, they'll yeah. ever fit the main brand. Yeah, I don't even know the last time on the main brand there was a cruiserweight. As, I mean, match. as we established last week, you think Adam Cole's too small anyway. So he'll be on 205 Live <laughs> even if he got called up. So, but guys like Johnny Gargano and every, like, the, you know, they would, if they went to the main roster, they would just look tiny and get beat up by Vince as being too small. Yeah, and a lot of the main roster, I know we touched on this last week, a lot of those guys, they work cruiserweight style now, yeah, everybody so does. they don't stay down anymore, yeah. but uh, that'll be, I guess, cool. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of any like matchups that really... I was paying attention to 205 Live for a while, but then yeah. Ali went away, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy went away, Cedric Alexander yeah. went away, and it kind of feels like... You know, you yeah. suck your top guys away from it. There's still guys there that I like. I mean, mm-hmm. Drew Gulak, I think he's Yeah, fantastic. we can get, like, Gulak versus Gargano eventually. It'll be kind of cool fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that will be a thing when it happens. It'll be cool to see that going forward. I also read that officially Pete Dunne, Tony Storm, and Rhea Ripley are all going to NXT full-time. Okay. It's interesting. Which I think is good. Mm-hmm. I personally don't watch NXT UK. Me either. Again, I just don't have time. I was tempted to because I saw it's only like half an hour. I, I don't even know but how long runtime That's is. what it said on the network when I was watching NXT last night. And I was like, oh, should I? Nah. I watched the uh, Walter Tyler Bate match from mm-hmm. the one takeover they did, which was yeah. crazy. I 17 stars, I heard. <laughs> what do you think about uh, each of those? Um, have you seen Tony Storm more? No, I don't know who Tony Storm is. Okay. She's she won the first or, no Rhea won the first NXT UK Women's Title. Okay. Tony won it. Tony okay. won the first May Young Classic. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of stuff I, think I still that don't, I don't know. Think I, this, is, this is just round two of me learning who people are That's true. at NXT. I just I, I didn't follow it. Yeah. Until now. I think Pete Dunne. He's a good addition to. Edgar. Yeah, I've seen Pete Dunne. I like yeah. Pete Dunne. He's uh, he's the greasiest dude though. When I look at him, he's got the real floppy haircut, and he's just greasy. I know we talked about it. I think you hadn't saw him for a while, and it came out with the, like, the long hair. You're just yeah. going, what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks like 
he was like a clean cut young gentleman, and then now he looks like his girlfriend dumped him, and he's just been eating Pringles. <laughs> like he's still in fine shape, but like he's just greasy. It's weird. He's greasy. He's not even greasy. He's greasy. He is greasy. You're but very right. Dude that. can wrestle, so it's fine. That I get is it. True. He doesn't talk. He just greases it up. Yeah, he's the bruiser weight man. Yeah. Just kicks ass and snaps fingers. Yeah, I'm indifferent to that. I don't know if how much I enjoy that. Yeah, it seems like that's like a. British things. I know it, it, it is. Yeah, oh yeah, it's stuff. a huge British thing. It's I just watched that documentary on Adrian Street the How other was night. This guy's only like twenty five minutes yeah, long. Yeah, I, I meant to but watch that. that. They talked about the breaking the fingers thing, and it's, it looks cool. But you know, if there's not the next week, if there's not like six people running around with casts <laughs> on their fingers, you're like, oh, he's not actually doing anything. That's, that's true. So, so last little piece that I want to touch on before we go in, uh, some main roster stuff happened this week where. Uh, Kevin Owens was fired by Shane O'Man, Shane O'Mac, mm-hmm. active wrestler Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah, who still. threw himself in the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah, uh, and he tweeted out the numbers that correspond with NXT in the alphabet. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be killer. I think it'd be a nice splash on the USA Network. Yeah. Um, hey, Kevin Owens is here. Hey, Kevin Owens is going to join the Undisputed Era like it, I'm praying for. It'll get people to watch. You put his face on there, people will know to tune in. The people who don't have the network... I imagine those people still exist who don't know who these people are because they're not shown on TV, now have a TV face along with Brizongo, who people will recognize. Yeah. I think it'd be a really good thing. I mean, yeah. I don't see how they can justify anyone in NXT beating Kevin Owens because they were supposed to graduate up to the main roster kind of thing. You know, and you have a former world champion now wrestling in NXT, but they can make it work. NXT, and uh, Owens can wrestle anybody, so. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Put him down there again. Yeah. Uh, not. I, I don't think he needs it or anything like yeah. that. You know, it's not like all like old OVW days where you mm-hmm. know go away and learn a new kid. He doesn't kid. need any developmental. Yeah. But I, you know, that just made me think who I'd like to see, and I don't want it to seem like a demotion or some sort of punishment. But put Luke Harper there too, brother. Let Harper agree more. Let Harper wrestle. Let him beat some guys up. It'll look like a million bucks. Yeah. He's better wrestler than most of the guys you have. If they could just fill NXT with all the people I loved who had one t- at one point or another wrestled in Chikara. <laughs> yeah. Just make it just make it Chikara. I miss Luke Harper. Yeah. That guy was great. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start talking about this week's episode. Yes. First off, mm-hmm. we had... Rhea Ripley in a car. We did have Rhea Ripley in a car. I was like, oh, whose boots are these? These are big boots. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's Rhea Ripley. All right, nice boots. She has a great look. She does. Oh, she yeah. She does. I, she beat me up. I would not yeah, fight I w- her. I wouldn't fight her, I, no. I, I'm, I'm in terrible shape. And I'm not fighting anybody anyway. So when I say that, it's completely rhetorical. But like, if I walked up on Johnny Gargano and I was loaded or something and was angry, I'd be like, I could beat this little dude up. Maybe. But Rhea Ripley, I'd be like, I'm not fighting her. Mm-hmm. No. She looks no, like She'll kill me. Yeah. She will, like, I, I love it. Yeah. Good look. Tough. I don't love the taunt. I wish it was just the stomp. I wish there wasn't like the Hindu squat before it, but... It's fine. Come anyway. on, man. That's the mosh pit kid. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't get it either. I think McGinnis said it last night, and I just kind of rolled my eyes like, well, what she's the got fuck spikes is that? on her vest. Uh, something I forgot to do, which I had the thought of doing while I was watching this, was I'm going to start doing a vest count on both shows. Okay, I like that's going to be. A, I think I'm going to add that as a feature on the show. Do just vest count. There's a ton of vests. Every wrestler, when you want to look tough, wears a vest. And spoiler alert. You don't look tough. <laughs> you just look like a dummy in a vest. Battle vests are back. No, it's not even a battle vest. It's like floppy leather vest. Unless it has a skull on the back of it and you're catching beers, don't wear one. <laughs> you're so right. 
the first match that we had was Damien Priest. The Archer of Infamy. So, Damien Priest. I mm-hmm. have a hate-hate relationship with Damien yeah. Priest dating back to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, I think I've texted you multiple times mm-hmm. that the former Punishment Martinez... Yep. I don't care for him at all. Not even a little. I bit. I didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't understand what he was doing. The Archer gimmick that he does, like the the taunt. Uh, I've seen again mentioned on the last show. Vin Gerard do that very taunt. So it's just another guy stealing Vin Gerard bits. So that was weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what he is. I don't get it. I don't it's a rock star. He wants to be famous. He, he wears a vest. That's another okay vest count there. So he went up against Boa. Boa. All I know about Boa is he is from China. And he kicks. Lots of kicks. They kept saying dangerous feet. Well, educated feet. Well-educated feet. That's true. <laughs> so that went about two minutes. I just knew it was going to be a squash. Squash. Like as soon as, they, as, soon as uh, Punishment, oh, Damian Priest came out, and then Boa's like, this is a squash. It's just what it is. And it's fine. I don't mind squashes. I, I don't get them. You're not... I'm, Highlighting either of their talents, I don't think they did a very good job of making Damian Priest look tough like a squash is supposed to do. But I just knew it was going to be a squash. Surprised yeah. it went two minutes. Yeah, I like I said, I, I I didn't care for him in Ring of Honor whatsoever. No, I don't really care for him now. It's just a guy. Yeah. So the the couple things too, uh, he did the world's sloppiest Falcon Arrow. You know what he did? It was like a, a high-release yeah, Falcon It made no weird. sense. High-release Falcon Arrow. Uh, he looks like his gimmick is he's a 90s Steven Seagal villain. <laughs> like, if that dude showed up in Mark for Death, I'd be like, that makes sense. See, normally I'd support that. Yeah, like if he's fighting Steven Seagal in the jewelry store, and Steven Seagal does, like, the short arm and then breaks his wrist, and he's like, I know you. I'd be like, I completely get that. And also, uh, the Reckoning, his finish. What was it? Wasn't that just the Crossroads? It was. You know what? I forgot to put that in my notes because I noticed that. I went, oh, yeah, that's Crossroads. It's just a Crossroads, right? Yeah. And then like, he gave like a little shitty look to the camera. Yeah. I was like, dude, this like, Cody's running an empire, like trying to run a burgeoning yeah. empire here, and you're doing the Crossroads, the first match on an NXT. Yeah. Eh, maybe, don't, maybe don't. I feel like that move is I don't think like, it's a very good finish anyway. No, and I feel like it's been beaten to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, it fits Cody. This is gonna sound meaner than it it should be, but it fits Cody because it's 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 simple, it's easy to see, it's it's effective, but it just it has that sort of '80s and '90s wrestling feel to it. Yeah. So it fits Cody because it's very much his style. Punishment Martinez did it. I'm sorry, Damian Priest did it, and I was like, meh. Figure something else out, pal. Wasn't that Reno from WCW's finish too? The roll of the dice. Was it? <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh, that's. I'm gonna go back and watch my Reno tapes. Are we gonna watch afterwards? I do. I, I think I have to bring out the VCR because I have them all dubbed from TNT. Oh, does that mean we have to watch above the average Mike Sanders tapes? Well, well, what do you mean have to? Of course we are. <laughs> Next up, we got a video package. Uh, building up Roddy Strong and Velveteen next week. It was kind of like a dream sequence. It was. It was. It was a Velveteen dream sequence, <laughs> oh, with uh, Roddy uh, burning a couch. Yeah, he burned the couch last week. Mm-hmm. This was Velveteen's response with a lot of uh, purple smoke and green screen. Yep. I felt like I was uh, under the influence while watching it. Mm-hmm. And they're using this as the sort of big thing to see on USA next week. Yeah, they announced that that's going to be featured in the first hour on USA Network, mm-hmm. uh, USA Network next week. Yeah. Which, 
I still don't understand. Yeah, the second hour thing eh, on, on they'll figure it WWE out. Network, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Next up, we had Jonathan Gargano. Yeah, hold on, you're skipping something. What did I skip? They did a segment, like a commercial for NXT on USA, and they were like, "If you're sick of bullshit and you're wrestling, Ugh. watch NXT." They said BS, but NXT equals no BS. And I was like, "Okay, guys, let's." Well, I know they did commercial for your own product in the <laughs> middle of your own product for your product that's not that's going to be on TV next week. Sell, sell, uh, sell, yeah. brother. Yeah, I know that they've they've. Uh, been kind of pushing that narrative. I read like an interview with Trips this week where he said, you know, oh, our, our product is more in-ring oriented. And, yeah. You know, if you like the in-ring stuff, watch yeah. this. Raw SmackDown. There's other mm-hmm. funny-duddy shit going mm-hmm. on there, but this is this is yeah. the real you know, shit. I read an article about Trips sort of control of NXT and what he's trying to do, and in the article they referred to him as Paul Levesque. The whole time, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. He's letting that get out there because, you know, he's he's uh, an executive now. He's the blue blood." But then they talked about Shawn Michaels, how he's developed NXT over the time. I did read this too. But they've been saying Shawn Michaels, and I know that's not his real name. What is it, Michael Hickenbottom? Hickenbottom. <laughs> so why is Trips like, yeah, use Levesque? But I, I mean, I know why. But yeah. then Shawn Michaels is like, I'm Shawn Michaels, pal. So. I think the name speaks for itself. Yeah, and it's great. I love that they're there. It's cool that they're together. It's weird that DX is running things down there. Yeah, because I think Road Dog's down there now, too. Yeah, it's really weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Billy Gunn's got Billy Gunn's at AEW, so the reunion ain't going to happen. But it's, it's a, it, if going on? Billy's going to have to recruit, like... And I know Waltman, uh, he hangs out at the PC. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Waltman's going to be there in the E, because little the E. But if yeah. Billy Gunn can get one of these, uh, these DXers, we can have a DX Wednesday war. Change this podcast to just DX. Count me in. Hey, more than once and you're playing with it, Billy. <laughs> All right, let's go into the Gargano segment. Yeah, we had Gargano come out. Crowd chanted his name for what? For too long. Felt like it's just too long. Fifteen minutes. I was, I was like, if the fast forward feature works worked on the network to any capacity, I would have fast forwarded through this. I wish I love Johnny, but I don't need to hear that. Let's roll this. And you weren't even live. You could trim that shit in post. I wish the network. Ever since it's updated, I've had like major issues. Yeah. I told you earlier, I tried to watch it four different times. Mm-hmm. Twice I got sound, no picture. Yeah. One time I got picture, no sound. Yeah. Clean it up. Ever yeah. since I did this weird mm-hmm. overhaul of it, it sucked. Yeah. Even like watching the takeovers live, it's just I don't get the clean stream like I used to. It took me 20 minutes to find uh, Great American Bash 89 last night while I was going to bed. I love that you watched that again. <laughs> it's all the time. That's the go-to. Yeah. All the time, but anyway, that's that we can it. we can change the show to a Great American Bash '89 podcast. I'm also, not, we won't. I'm not, I'm not opposed. We won't. But all right, sorry, Gargano. Some guy came out. Yeah. Who was it? I don't even know who it was. Okay, Shane. So. Shane question marks because I don't. They because one, the announcer didn't tell me who he was. I yeah. didn't find out his first name was Shane until Gargano said it. So that is Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. Do you know nothing about Shane Thorne? I'm not a take thing. It. Okay. So that's why I'm the right guy to run an NXT podcast because <laughs> I know. Nothing about the majority of the wrestlers. I love that I could try to educate you to the best of my knowledge, but I'm probably still fucking yeah, something. And I'm up. not going to remember <laughs> Shane Thorne. So that was Shane Thorne. He was part of a tag team with Nick Miller. Do you know who Nick Miller is? Nick Miller. No. Okay. So they were. They originally came in as TM61. You probably weren't even watching. No, this I have point. no idea. 
Just just assume I have no idea. Because I don't. Switch the name to the Mighty. Okay. So originally, and I don't know what their names were when they were running mm-hmm. uh, where they used to be. They used to be in Noah. Okay. They were, I think it was called the Mighty Will Kneel. Okay. It was a fucking terrible name. Sure. Super I never, I, 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 hand up, I don't keep yeah. up with Noah these days. Sure. I don't really know who does. If you do, more power to you. That's awesome. Marifuji does. That's about it. Wow. Well, Marifuji's going to Impact, buddy. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other show for oh, another day, geez. though. Yeah, no. So, yeah, Shane Thorne, well, Nick Miller, he left the company. Okay. Nick Miller was, he wasn't in the G1. I think he was in the New Japan Cup, though. Okay. I, I don't know what I don't know what he's going by now. I didn't watch that either. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> I don't really care about. Okay, so was this his first like solo thing in NXT where he's like, "Hey Gargano, I don't like you, but nobody's I, gonna tell me why or who I am." I really don't know. Okay, Let's all just, I know is he's a guy who came out in jeans with no yeah. belt, the shirt hanging from his. That's leg. fine. Yeah, great. So Gargano gave him the all. All right, I guess I will leave. Yep. Psych. Super kick, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Shane Thorne tried to jump through a glass window, you know, because he's a coward. He's a coward. Gargano's staying in NXT. Good. Where he belongs. Happy I, to see him. I guess I I am happy that he's going to stay there. I don't know where he goes from here. I guess they're going to work a program with these two. I honestly can't tell you anything about He can, he can cycle Shane down Thorne's. out of the main event, do, you know, put on some good matches. The fans will be behind him. You know, the, yeah. with the expansion of TV, roster is going to be bigger. He'll he'll jump around. He'll get he'd get lost in the main roster anyway. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, wait till Champa comes back. They'll DIY it up. I hope Champa comes back because so. that neck injury is oh, that's scary. Yeah. I did like Gargano motioning to the crowd the uh, Bret Hart WCW at uh-huh. the end of. Uh, Survivor Series, but he did the NXT that yeah. he did him with the Fur Life. Fur Life, yep. I'm like, all right, Johnny, that's mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> Next, they ran a little promo for the Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons of Anarchy. Yes, I know that one dude. One dude used to tag with Buddy Murphy. That yeah. was uh, Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake, yeah. One of the guys, I think his name is, <laughs> I almost said Jay Cutler. But it's, it's Steve Cutler. Did he have a cigarette in his mouth? <laughs> One guy was aces and the other guy was eights, right? <laughs> I don't. I know the, the third guy. That used to be Gunner. Okay. I think his name now is like the shittiest name. Oh. Jackson Riker. Of course it is. <laughs> All right. It just seems like a third-rate Mortal Kombat yeah. character. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like a shittier striker. He's like, he's Jackson Riker is the guy who, like, if they wrote a Con Air 2, he'd be the bad guy. <laughs> He looks it too. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Those dudes. That's all I know about them. That's and that's enough. <laughs> We're gonna move on because they're they're a thing. All right, we got a match. Another match. Match. Match two. Match. Pete Dunn versus Angel Garza. Hector Garza's kid. Is it his kid or his nephew? I mean, oh, is his nephew? What do I know about these people? <laughs> nephew, kid. He's related to Hector Garza. The master of the corkscrew plancha, that's, and that's all that matters. That's former LWO member Hector. That's Garza, right, you bastard. That was uh, Garza came out, got kissed, getting on the kisses cheek. by all the ladies, by, by all the ladies, all the hot ladies in the NXT crowd kissing Hector Garza all or my, Angel Garza. All my nor- my notes just said is uh, Garza fucks. Yeah, well, that's it. And also, he stole Tai Chi's uh, pants rip gimmick. To yeah, he re- did. Reveal the tight little shorty tights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What did you think of the match? I liked it. The commentary was really quiet. That was my biggest problem. The crowd was quiet. And I don't know if it was last week and this week recorded together. Is that how they do that? I think so. Because the crowd last week was dead, too. So the crowd was quiet. Commentary was quiet. They weren't doing anything to advance the match or tell me what was going on. Or like, I know Pete Dunne. I was excited to see Angel Garza. I just, want, I just need that push from the commentary team to get me more involved in the match. It was a good match. Pete Dunne can wrestle. Angel Garza looks good. Maybe a little bit too much of a mismatch in style without a ton of chemistry. But... The moonsault reversal into the submission hole was really cool. Yeah, that was So they awesome. did some cool stuff. It was a fine match. Good mid-card match. No big deal. I'm assuming they're going to do so much more with Pete Dunne. I just wish that they would also put new talent over. Pete Dunne has been on the top of the game since he's been in the E. 600-plus days as the NXT UK champ. Nigel compared uh, Dunn's run to Hulkamania last night. Yeah, that's an insane comparison. What the hell? He he must have been drinking. But Angel Garza comes in. He looks like a million bucks. He does the pants thing. He does some flashy stuff. Then I'm like, oh, they're just going to put Pete Dunn over him. So I get it. You know, Pete Dunn's this big star. He's now moving to the U.S. You're going to keep pushing him up and up and up. But, like, every time so far, which just a few weeks now that I've been regularly watching NXT... If, I, if there's a guy that I know versus a guy that's debuting or I don't recognize, he's losing in a short match. I have yet to see them really put new talent over. Yeah, and I, I think when they go to the two hours, I'm hoping it's going to change a little bit. But I agree with you on that. You, can, you know who's going to win the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... Yeah, do the guys that are working underneath get their shit in? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- you know the outcome, and yeah. I don't know if that's just because we've been watching wrestling forever. Yeah, and we we know too much. Like I knew that Arn Anderson was going to come out and give somebody a spine buster on that last AEW show, but they did stuff to engage me and get. And is it going to be Arn? I don't know, but it's Tully. Of course, it's going to be. You know, but I was just they they're AEW for what they're doing. In limited parts, are getting me more engaged. These NXT, the the commentary team, the writers, whatever, they're not. They're, they're they keep saying, "Oh well, it's a wrestling show. We're, we're focused more on the wrestling." I get that, but also tell me the story. Get me engaged. Why should I care about these people? You know, Pete Dunne can wrestle. That's great, but I still, I don't need tons of backstage drama and hospital beds and who ran over who with a forklift. But I do need to know why I should care about either of these guys and why they're doing the stuff that they do. And that they've been missing NXT for, on that these last couple shows for me. And I agree with you. I, I will say this about the commentary I did notice. I'm guessing because it's taped, Maru is a lot more toned down. Yeah. He's not as excitable as he is on takeovers. Yeah. Thank God, because so they don't they don't do the commentary live while the show's happening. They they record it after. I think they do it live. Okay, but obviously you could edit out a lot of his yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's post. true. And I don't know if they tell him, hey, tone it down a little yeah. bit, you know, because yeah. it, it does get a little out of control. Yeah. Sometimes. But this, if you me. want to put someone like Angel Garza over, maybe they don't. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe this was just to put Pete Dunne over, which is fine. And you know they'll get to they'll get the Garza eventually. But the commentary team has that job too to make me care about someone. And they're not. They're telling, saying, "Tell me, Pete Dunne's like Hulkamania, but Angel Garza's just there," and that's upsetting to me. I'm with you on that. Next match, or well, I don't want to skip over this. Actually, we no. shot to your favorite tag team. Street Profits are great. Hanging out on a rock in Central Park. They were. I'm guessing this was shot Monday when they were in Madison Square Garden. I yeah. Assume. 
So they basically announced that next week it's going to be them versus Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. which is Bobby Fish yep. and Kyle O'Reilly. That Red I Dragon. know. I know those guys. You do know those guys. Reed, Reed Dragon. <laughs> They're going for the belts next week on yeah. TV. They just lost them not that long ago, right? To those guys? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think so it was like it was a couple kind, weeks ago. Kind of like the return match a little bit. Yeah, I think this might be their Street yeah. Profits goodbye to yeah. NXT. Hmm. That's, That's a I'm shame. Thinking. I really like them. And I don't want to have to watch SmackDown or Raw to see them. I agree. I think they're super entertaining. Every time they show up on Raw, it's always yeah. fun. Now that we're doing this podcast, I just want them to keep everybody I like on the shows I'm <laughs> obligated to watch. Yeah. Instead of DVRing and fast-forwarding through three hours of Raw. Yes. That's a chore. Yes. That'll be fun next week. Yep. Love I, those. Love those guys. Love the promo. It was funny. They're you know they're both pretty good talkers. They got a good look. They look like a tag team. I wonder if that guy that they called over was a was a plant, or if they actually just called some guy over while standing on top of a giant rock. I'm at the point where I think everything's a work. That's true. So he's probably just he was just a stunt granny. Some producer guy, yeah, stunt granny. Next up, we did have another match. Mm-hmm. We had Cameron Grimes, who we mm-hmm. talked about last week. Yep. Don't know what he is against Raul Mendoza. The line. The line. I've nicknamed him the line. The line, Raul Mendoza. I need to know why. <laughs> uh, because the Mendoza line. You know what the Mendoza line is? God, in baseball? I, we talked about baseball like two weeks yeah. ago. Is this really becoming a baseball show? It is. Do you know the Mendoza line in baseball? Yeah. Yeah, it's when you're just like you're just yeah. low enough to not be officially yeah. A, yeah. good hitting, enough to be a hitting, pro. Hitting below the Mendoza yeah, line. Yeah, below 200. I play the show. Yeah. You know things. See? So that's I, I heard his last name. I was like, <laughs> so I'm naming him the line. <laughs> Raul Mendoza. The line. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, it's it's it the line Raul Mendoza. Makes me think of Mason the Line Dixon. Well, thing, me know, too, but that's not what this is. <laughs> so the line. Mm-hmm. Paul Mendoza, Raul Mendoza. <laughs> I, I every time I've seen him, I've enjoyed him. I thought he was great. That's the first shocker. First time I've seen him. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, he was in the Cruiserweight Classic okay. that they did a couple years ago. Which did you ever watch any of? No. That? Oh, man. Don't, was, don't ask me that question. Some good stuff. I'm sure I did. I, I, I need to make you a list that you can go watch. I, I've missed a ton of good wrestling through the years. That's okay. Because I'm too busy watching Great American Bash 89 again. Wow. Every time I've seen him, he's impressed me. Okay. I think he's super smooth. They said Eddie was his like hero, right? Like he wanted to wrestle because Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love Eddie Guerrero. Everybody loves Eddie Guerrero. So Cameron Grimes. Has a dumb hat. Wacky hat. Another vest. <laughs> What's the vest count? <laughs> uh, three, I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take a vest count next week, but I, I think I, we're at three. I can't wait for this. Grimy Grimes, Cameron Grimy Grimes. So Grimy Grimes, yeah. he went over in about four minutes. He did. I like this finish. That stomp. The stomp was cool. It was I unexpected. That was awesome. It was really cool. Uh, out of nowhere, looked good, sounded good. Yeah. The other thing I really liked was. The line, Raul Mendoza's uh, rolling La Maestral. Mm-hmm. He hit the La Maestral, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, La Maestral, excellent, Ultimo Dragon, killer. And then he was did, like, the Cobra roll with yeah. it. And I was like, yeah, this is great. So it's not a move that anybody will ever win with, but it was cool. No. Well, Ultimo Dragon will win with it. but That was probably my favorite match on the show It was a good match. Night. It was I good. I thought it was fun. It was short. It was fun. They got a lot of stuff in. They uh, both looked really good. It was, it was one of the more even matches they've done. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big Grimey Grimes fan just because he looks weird. You know, I noticed that last Looks time. Like I'm like Metal Allen. Nobody knows who Metal Allen is. I shouldn't even say that. He 
Like, he has like that like weird body hair going on, but you can tell yeah. the dude's cut. He's carny. You know, body hair's fine if you're a carny. You yeah. got a stupid hat and a vest and body hair. Black tights. He's a carny. I get it. I don't like it, but and I get it. And I was it. happy that he had a match after that little promo yeah. last week. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let's follow up on this now. Yeah, and Stomp tell was me, cool. Tell Stomp me who was this very guy cool. is. I, I loved it. I thought yeah. that finish was mm-hmm. awesome. You can't Ooh. do it to a big guy, though. And that's going to be, be weird. But that, that's the problem. No, it's not like he's going to be working Braun, Stone, Braun Strowman in a week or anything. So I mean, I'd watch that. He can work that out. We went to a backstage segment. We did. With Candice LeRae in Steve Regal's office. Man's man. Complaining about Io Shirai, mm-hmm. which I guess just gets her added to the four-way number one contenders match next So week. what I'm going to say about this is that when Candice came out, I was like, I know who that is now. I'm proud of you. So I'm learning Look stuff. At you. I'm learning stuff. Look at like picking couple, it up. A couple weeks in. I know, last I saw her got beat up last week. I was like, who's this lady? I don't understand this at all. <laughs> who are both of these ladies? <laughs> and now when they, she walked into Regal's office, Regal's well-lit office, and I was like, the nice tapestry on the wall, and Very I was nice. like... I know who these people are. I get it now. The only thing that's missing from there, from Regal's office, is Tajiri. <laughs> it's true. That's the only Very thing. true. So yeah, she so she got added to the four way, and then Regal said something like, "Oh, for real, that Ripley wins tonight," which I was bummed out because I thought it was a title shot. I didn't know that it was just some sort of exhibition match, which is fine. I liked the era of wrestling where champions didn't always have to put the belt up; they would just wrestle exhibition matches. The belt, the belt's not on the line, and they'd wrestle somebody, and you'd think they would lose because the belt's not on the line. Then they pull it out last minute, but they're like, "Well, maybe there'll be a five way," and I'm like, "A five way's not a thing, William Regal." Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. You know, the exhibition match, I wouldn't have counted an AEW. That's for <laughs> That's Tantra, right. Apparently. Yeah. We also got a video package for Dakota Kai. We did. What do you know about Dakota Kai? I know that her name's Dakota, Dakota Kai. Proud of you. And that she's returning from something. She was there at one point, and now she's back. She blew her knee out. She blew her knee. Which makes I feel like I've seen her before. She was kind of working a program with Shayna, I'd no. say, before she blew her knee out. Mm. I think she's great. Okay. Big fan. Was uh, she in the first Mae Young Classic? I don't know. No, I watched you might that. Have that up, you probably have that up on I watched that one a while ago when it happened. Yeah. Chuck's a big fan of Dakota Kai. Okay. Loves Dakota Kai. All right. I'm, I'm a big fan of her as well. I think she she works good matches. I think uh, like like the queen of kicks or something like okay, that. Okay, lots of kicks. So they do have a strong women's division. Yeah, oh, definitely. Their women's division is great. Yeah. yeah. So just adding another piece back, I think that's going to be great. What do, and this is a bit of a precursor to this main event here, but what do the other two ladies with Shayna Baszler do? So those are the other two. They're the four horse women. But what do they do? Other than stand there and I wear a t-shirt that says, like, what they say? Oh, like, let's play and let's fight. Yeah, let's play, let's fight. The first time I saw it, I go, what the hell? Yeah. This is awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do they ever wrestle? I don't know. Are they in developmental? Are they just I muscle? I can't I'm fine with it either way. I just, you know, I've only ever seen them stand around. I think the one is married to Roderick Strong. Okay. But I've no, I don't I can't recall seeing they, them work. They came in to supposed to be talent, like supposed to be wrestlers. They're just not getting there. I, I assume they're probably getting trained at the PC. Okay. Maybe they're yeah. not. They're not ready. Are they former MMA fighters? Yes. Okay, so yeah. they're tough. They are, yeah. All right. So right now they're just using them as they're just using them as a gang. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just I I hadn't seen them wrestle. I didn't yeah, know what Shane they did. Yeah, Shane and her cronies. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm that, more than happy with that. Yeah. So before the main event, we had a another match added to next week. Okay. This is going to be, they said, featured during the second hour. That's yeah. going to be on the network oh, because they're not on, on the USA yet for two hours. 
This will be a match that'll make your you very happy. Okay. Street fight. Street fight. We have the bro. Okay. Matthew Riddell. Uh huh. Matthew Riddell. Against Killian Dane. Oh, Killian Dane's the best. That's my dude. I hope they just beat Oh, yeah, the they're going to murder each other. other. Absolutely. Uh, I, I knew they were in a program together. I hadn't seen any of it. Uh, hopefully, Riddle can get a ride to the show by somebody. Wow. Um, I don't want heat. Am I going to get heat for that? I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. I'm on Killian Dane's side anyway. Look at that guy. Uh, huge Killian Dane fan. Been a fan of his uh, since, I, since he came out in. Uh, what were they called? Sanity? Sanity. Sanity. That was a good... I, I like that group. I don't care for Alexander Wolf, but whatever. But uh, like Eric Young, like Killian Dane. So I'm excited. I've, I've liked him for a long time. He's got a good look. He's my kind of wrestler. He's got a big beard. He's fat and he's hairy. Yeah. I think you need those kind of guys. Absolutely. I like Bull Dempsey. Was that his name? What was his name when he was on there? Oh, wow. Bull Dempsey. What a, Was that his name on NXT? Yeah. I liked wow. him too. Beard, I fat guy, guy, hits people real hard. It's, it's my kind of professional bull. wrestler. Yeah, it's my my kind of professional wrestler. And then towards the end, he got bull fit. He did get bull fit. That was funny. <laughs> and then he got released. Yeah, then he got released. Poor then he like tagged around with Taz or something. <laughs> I'm sure he's around. I liked him though. I was a fan of his too. Yeah. It's just I, you know, the, the, maybe not the best workers in the world. Killing Dade's a good worker, but absolutely. Um, I just like the big just hosses, man. I'm a hoss guy. Same. That's that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. This is why we're friends. You can do all the fancy stuff you want. I'm impressed by flips. I'm impressed by technical wrestling. All the stuff that uh, Pete Dunne was doing, all the reversals and the submissions. It's all great. I love it all. But just give me a hoss beating somebody up or two hosses beating each other up. That's that's where I want to live in the world of professional wrestling. I love me a goddamn hoss fight. Give me a body guy versus a fat guy. I mean, give me Earthquake versus Hulk Hogan. Which was the fat guy? <laughs> well, <laughs> not Hulk Hogan now. Not now, obviously. The main event, we had the champion, not title, of course. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler yep. against Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Another best. <laughs> best count. It's a, a little different. Five. Still counts to the, towards the best count, yeah. but it's got spikes on it. It looks a little better than your classic dangly leather yeah. vest that a lot of these guys are wearing. Last she looks tougher than all those guys she, in the vest, too. The like, she yeah. looks like she could beat anybody's yeah. ass. I love it. Yeah. Great look. Last week, uh, we touched on, I had the fear that they're giving this away on TV. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing this? Yep. Now I know why. I, I thought it was they did a great job. They gave you a taste. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about it all week. Excited to watch it because I like both of them. And when they when everybody came out, I was like, "Oh, they're DQing it." Especially after yeah. Regal said that, "Well, she wins. They're going to the five, of you course. know, the five way." Which again, Regal is not a thing. And uh, I was like, "They're going to DQ this," which is fine. DQ finish is fine. Build that stuff up. Get people excited to watch a title match between these two. Give them a little taste. I think it's going to be to. I think the next takeover is Survivor Series weekend, which is uh, War Games. Okay. I think it, you'll have Baszler, I guess the winner of the Triple Threat, mm-hmm. or sorry, Four Way, mm-hmm. against Rhea in a Triple you think Threat. Match. A tr- another Triple Threat? Yeah. Okay. I could see that happening. Hmm. I, for what they gave, it went about five minutes, five and a half minutes yeah. here. I liked it. I thought it was solid. Shayna hasn't really had that. 
kind of powerhouse to work with yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Someone who is as big as her or bigger. She, and I think she's real taller. Yeah. And re- she's only like 21 or 22. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, well, because they don't have the rules like we do over here, so they can start training at like 12. Yeah, I think she's from Australia. Yeah, well, because they were saying even with Pete Dunn in the UK, like he started training at 15. Yeah. So like they can just in Mexico trains people super early too. So it's it's good to see that you get that head start instead of waiting till you're 19 over here, yeah, or whatever 18. Yeah, they didn't. It wasn't one of those where they gave away too much. Mm-hmm. They gave you a taste. Good taste. Yep. I think it was kind of like a little bit of a test run. How do they look in the ring together? Mm-hmm. They look great together. I think that they they're gonna have good chemistry. I do hope it leads to a one on one program with those two. Yeah, me too. Rhea, I thought she was a heel in NXT UK. I don't think she is now because that. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they don't distinguish that as well as they should. And I mean, Shane is is probably is the heel, the badass, you know, tough, just bruiser, just crushing people. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy for it. Good main event for the show. Could be could become really good main events all over for just. Overarching for their cards, could they, these two I think can really carry it. I really hope. As long as they have the chemistry, you won't know if they have the chemistry until they really get a good a full match in. But I don't see why not. No, no, they're both. I think they're both great in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. To end the show, mm-hmm. and I thought this was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They cut to that program, or not the program? Excuse me, the promo. Mm-hmm. One disputed era. They did. Just kind of, you know, hey, kind of uh, take, being NWO. Yes. It was a very NWO very video. NWO. That was in black and white. The camera was shaky. Yeah. They were like the bobbing their heads. If if they were just like easy E, you don't want none of me. <laughs> I would have been like, Hey, it's yeah. an NWO promo, I get it. I really would have wished that Kevin Nash would have just jumped in and said, Buy the shirt. I think Kevin Nash has been mentioned on every episode so far. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah, I mean it should be a thing. Did you see that gif of Kevin Nash from Baywatch? I did, yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. what a fucking yeah. man he is. I yep. love him. That was cool though that end promo mm-hmm. just kind of like hey we're taking credit for what NXT is now yeah we're taking credit pushing to the future mm-hmm. gave me very four horsemen vibes yeah. too with Cole having the main belt fishing O'Reilly mm-hmm. I think Roddy's gonna win the, 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 gonna the, put, the absolutely rolling on TV with the, all the gold right there I, yeah could work. I think. I think that's what should happen. Yeah, give give a unified heel front to sort of watch everybody get chased down for the, for the belts. Yeah, because yeah. my wrestling, I love the baby chase and the heel. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Um. I and, and I had this conversation with somebody a while ago. With wrestling, I the baby face should always win in the end. Yeah. Course. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Mm-hmm. Might be a little side story like they did with yeah. Gargano when he turned heel a little mm-hmm. bit before. But in the end, he beat Ciampa. Yeah, and that's what's important. Yep. Well, because people it puts asses in seats to watch to for people to come in and watch the heel get beat up. And then when the babies win, that's what sells the merchandise. Heels don't sell merchandise. Just the way it, they shouldn't. They didn't used to anyway. But yeah, I think it's great. I know. Again, you think Adam Cole's too short, but. I really think they can carry this show. I'm going to throw this microphone <laughs> at you very hard. That's fine. Fuck that guy in Bethlehem. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Well, cool. you, you agreed make, with him. Making my blood boil here. Overall episode, what do you think? Meh. Yeah? Uh, to- talking it out, I, I a little bit nicer to it than yeah. when I was watching it. 
it felt like it was longer than an hour, which was weird. The Gargano stuff went on too long. The, all these matches were short, but they didn't really feel like it. I don't know. It was it was all right. It wasn't bad, but it was average. If that, I think if you put a show like that in your first month on cable television, you're in some trouble. I did not. I didn't love it. It was okay. I get what they're doing with some of the stuff. It almost like they're just treading water, waiting for that USA show to show up. But yeah. not my favorite thing they've done. Even in just the couple of weeks we've been watching regularly. Yeah, and I had that down too. I do feel like it's just, we're going to inch this along until we hit two hours. Yes. And, you know, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I, I am. I, I get the logic of it. Two hours, you are going to have more time to fill. Yeah. A lot. You're, you're probably going to, you know, some people that, like for example, I think it was two weeks ago, Keith Lee and Donovan Di Dijakovic, mm -hmm. I think that's how it's pronounced. They had a killer match. You have they haven't yeah. mentioned them since. Mm -hmm. I think you're gonna see more people get featured a little more often yeah. now, which I'm cool. Do with. you think they're gonna stay with the four, two to four to eight minute matches and add more of them, or do you think they're gonna give stuff a little more time because they have? You think they're gonna like? Do you think they would have let Ripley and Baszler same finish but go fifteen? I think they're gonna do main and co-main. Gonna give it a little bit more time, okay? Because. To listen, at the end of the day, there still is casual viewers that mm -hmm. you need to win over. And they're going to tune in, and they don't know who Damian Priest is. I don't know who Damian Priest it, is. Exactly. Yeah. They, they don't know who Angel Garza is. I do wish that they kind of ran, maybe ran a little bit of a vignette, you know, just mm -hmm. like they did with Cameron Grimes last week. Yeah. I didn't know who he was, but mm -hmm. okay, you introduced him to me. Yeah. Followed it up with a match. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm now getting established with who this guy is. Yeah. I think that... That's probably the formula that they go with. Yeah, they can kick it back to the you know the '90s, early '90s way, or even before that, really. But before the match, have a little promo, explain why you're fighting this guy. And, you know, the the, old, the Road Warrior stuff pops in my brain. The Macho Man stuff, just quick, 10, 15, 20 seconds of like I'm coming down there, I, I got a grudge to settle, or you know this young kid thinks he's better than me. Just something to set it up a little better, introduce these people. And then again, the commentary needs to do that for me too. I think a big, not maybe not a big problem, but a problem that NXT has is today's day and age, you know who's under contract. Mm -hmm. And if these guys are going out there and they're getting squashed right off the bat, yes, it's going to take some time to rehab these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. what are you going to do now with Boa? Yeah, you know. The dude's just like an afterthought to me. Next time I see him on TV, I'm going to go, oh, that's a guy Damian Priest killed in two minutes. Yeah. You know? Uh, I. <sighs> that's why having all these guys under contract, I get why they're doing it from a business standpoint. I think it kind of handcuffs them a little bit, though, mm -hmm. creatively. Yeah. Because you obviously do have your main core that you want to push. Yeah. And now they're. I don't think there's going to be any more, okay, now we're going to do the call-up to Raw. You know, people have been championing online about Undisputed Era going to Raw or SmackDown. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever were going to. Mm -mm. You're going to have to keep those guys in NXT. But you have so many other people, too, yeah. that you could push. Mm -hmm. And if you think Trips is just going to be sitting there on the sidelines and not signing anybody else, you're fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. He's going to be looking for everybody else. Yep. I know they're building the UK brand and stuff, but, I mean, even look at that, like, I think they kind of did like a curtain call. Pete Dunn, Tower Bait, and Trent yeah. Seven, the mustache guys. 
what's going to be left there now? Like, you have Walter and his mm-hmm. little group, but I don't know anybody Is else. their name the Mustache Guys? Mustache Mountain. Oh, okay. They do their little taunt. Yeah, I've seen them. I was like, yeah. oh, they're just straight the Mustache Guys? That's <laughs> it great. should be the Mustache Just no nonsense. We're the Mustache Guys. Why? They I mean, call, look at my face. They call themselves Big Strong Boys and British Strong Style. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Next week is going to be the first two-hour episode. Yep. So we have a couple matches that have been announced, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of curious how they're gonna if they're just gonna give them more time because they're title matches. So you have Roddy Velveteen for the North American Strip. Okay. Who you got? I mean, I would love to see Velveteen, but your point before about putting all the gold in undisputed air it does make sense. Yeah. I'm gonna say it makes sense. I'm gonna say Velveteen because he's a superstar, and they can help build that brand around him. Okay. But he's had it for a long time and hasn't done much with it, maybe. I don't know. It, it is good. It would be a good point for him to drop it, but I'm going to say Velveteen just for the sake of argument. Yeah, I feel like he's had it for a while. Yeah. The North American belt. He's I, probably defended it against everybody, right? Yeah, Pretty much, I, I so. think so. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Roddy. Okay. I'm kind of pulling up a little, trying to pull up a little bit of a match card here. Uh, next one we'll talk about is Riddle and Dane. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I guess I haven't been paying too much, paying attention enough to the program yeah. to really know which way they want to go. Mm-hmm. Riddle's established down there. Yeah. Dane, this is kind of his, you know, redo. Yeah, yeah repaint. Throw, uh, throw um, a fresh coat of paint on him. I, uh, I'm gonna pick Dane by no contest because Matt Riddle doesn't get a ride to the arena. God damn it. So, <laughs> sorry, I got a lump in my throat there. We have the four way with Candace, um, Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. Io Shirai, mm-hmm. Mia Yim. Yeah. I don't, I feel like they're going to go Bianca. Me too. That was my pick from okay. last week. That's. I think that's. that's a good choice. So we're pretty much on the same page with, like, everything. Did yeah. they announce anything else? I don't think so. <coughs> Unbelievable. I'm sorry. I, uh, if, uh, if they did and we didn't cover it, we'll talk about it next week. Tag match. Tag match. That was the only the Red Dragon oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Street Profits. Yeah. I think Red Dragon keeps the belts. Yeah, Red Dragon just, keeps just the belts. Simply from that I think Street Profits theory. probably goes to the main roster. Yeah. We get some Street Profits versus Revival matches. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, so that's really it for uh, this week. That's Next it. week, I assume. I, I don't know if we're gonna break it down longer. I know we want, try to want to keep this we're about skip an a hour. bunch of stuff. I don't want to go over an hour. We're pretty close now. If we do, I mean, it's, it's fine. Okay, we'll you know t- keep it organic, but uh, we don't have to go segment by segment like we did and yeah. talk about Cameron Grimy Grimes' <laughs> grimy hat. But we'll talk about the things we like. Breeze past the things we didn't. Because eventually this show is going to be covering four hours of professional wrestling TV that we're going to condense into an hour. Are you ready? No. Burm, burm. <laughs> you better be ready. Bow to the masters. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. Uh, you can uh, Let's do the plugs here. Yes. You can check us out. So we're on the soon-to-be-named network. Damn right we are. Which is uh, at STBN Network on Twitter. And soon to be ne- named network.com. You can see the the family that we've been graciously welcomed into. 
Uh, if you're into comic books, we got your comic books. If you're into wrestling, you got more and more wrestling. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Puzzle Warriors, all kinds of stuff on there. So check them out. Uh, that is our family. That is our home. You can check us out at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter. Facebook, you can search Wednesday Night War Podcast. We're at WednesdayNightWarPod.Podbean.com if you don't want to go through iTunes because we are now on iTunes. Give a download, give a subscribe, give a rating, give a review, all that stuff. Do it all. Do everything. Give me a, give us a review. Only good ones, please, because I have a very fragile ego, <laughs> and it will snap, and next week I will just be crying the whole time. If you need to give me a bad review, that's fine. Just know that I'll cry. And then you can email the show at WednesdayNightWarPod at gmail.com if you have any questions, anything you want us to cover. If you, again, want us to talk about how Kevin Nash will make AEW or NXT a better product at this point. Spoiler alert again, that's it will happen. If, uh, if you want a secret inside look at the vest count before we record, I'll gladly let you know what's going on with the vest count. I'm going to buy you a vest for Christmas. I will not wear it. Not a good vest either. I will not Real wear it. One. I will not. There's no other kind of vest. So What if I get you a leather jacket with a denim vest over it like Quadruple H used to wear? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> well, maybe. Let me think about it. I have, I'll have a ton of leg days to skip I'll if get, I'm going to wear that vest. I'll get you the steroids that came with it. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 We, we don't know. We have no inside information, but it definitely happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, you can find me if you want to see my rantings and ravings on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, at the Duge. That's T H E D O O G E. I talk about wrestling and comic books and soundtracks and scream about life to the heavens. There, uh, I'm not that entertaining. But if you f- so necessary to see me outside of the the realm of this show, you're more than welcome to. Brett, where can they find you? You can find me at. Brett X Edge 570 because I still can't get the fucking handle. Um, you could watch me talk about wrestling and uh, also you can debate you me. Just watch us interact together yeah, on about Twitter wrestling. about wrestling and you, see, to see how funny we all think Big E is. <laughs> oh, he's the best. And you can also interact with me and debate me about how this week I think the Smiths are the greatest band to ever exist. Wow, I'm mad at Morrissey. I am too, but not at the Smiths. Alright, well, Johnny Morrow will appreciate that. Jangly pop, I love it. Pro wrestling, everybody, let's go. Ooh, that's it.